0: You can't run. You can't hide. And you know the fucking car
1: won't start, because, duh, there is no escape from horrible horror. Movies so bad, they're scary. Survive the next hour with Marshall Hampton and Aaron Southworth, if you dare.
2: What's up moon goons welcome to horrible horror the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies movies so bad they're scary i'm your host marshall hampton today with me as always my co-host mr aaron southworth aaron how are you doing this wonderful sunny glorious spring day it's a wonderful sunny glorious spring day and we are
1: in your basement tucked away and hidden sh- in the it's dark. not in the
2: basement it's the la- it- it's the Horrible horror studio. Oh, of course. My mistake. (laughs) This is high tech. Horrible (laughs) horror studios. Here. I forgot. Yeah. This is Uh, high tech, man. My mistake.
1: Yeah. Horrible horror studios where the best of the best podcasts are ever done. (laughs) It's not a basement. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's not dark. Cold. Cold. (laughs) Hey. <laughs> I
2: invest a lot of the lighting down here.
1: <laughs> anyway. But I'm doing good, man. I'm happy to be here because this is our 98th episode. 98! 98. 98 is going into the bag as we speak.
2: It is. We're making it. We're working our way to that historic 100. Come along with us, Moon Goons. Make history. Would
1: you have thought we actually, I mean, honestly, I mean... When we started this, it was kind of like just something fun to do. I thought maybe if we made it to 25, I'd be blown away. <laughs> the fact that we're about to do 100 is nuts.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. And it's still rolling. And I just, I just feel like we get stronger with each time. It just gets better and better. Uh, but that's besides the point. You don't want to list us, you know, Ramble Jerk each other off a little bit. On. You're not here for that. Yeah. And if you are, then you have some issues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is not the podcast for you. to <laughs> nearly 40 dudes circle jerking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's,
1: that's, that's a weird quirk you got there, buddy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Aaron, we have a little, we have a little announcement to make in celebration of our, uh, lean up to the hundredth episode celebration. Uh, we have a little contest. We're going a little giveaway. Uh, but our, Aaron's kind of spearheading this. So, uh, I'm gonna let Aaron tell you all about it. Yeah, go
1: ahead. So we got episode 100 coming up, and that is truly a milestone. You know, it is. It's pretty impressive, and uh, you know, we're starting to get more followers on Instagram, more followers on Facebook. So what we're going to be doing is just uh, a giveaway, kind of, um, you know, to show our appreciation to our fans and just kind of, you know, kind of guilt them into sharing some of our stuff. You know, maybe we can kind of (laughs) grow the legions of Moon Goons out there who will follow us. So what we're going to do is we're going to be posting on our Instagram the next day or two is kind of a uh, contest. So basically, it's we're Going to be giving – not a contest. It's more I of a, say, sweepstakes. a sweepstakes. giveaway. Because
2: the contest implies that you actually have to do something, right. or there's some skill involved. And
1: there's no skill. No. There's literally just button mushing with your fat <laughs> fingers. <Yeah>. So <laughs> what we're going to be doing is well, giving Americans away. Americans are best at right now. We got. <laughs> We have five movies that are sitting on our table right now that are included in the giveaway. We might be adding more to it. We're not exactly sure. But this is at least what we're going to be giving away is five movies that we have reviewed in the past. Yes. Uh, Also, we're going to include a Horrible Horror t-shirt. A limited. Limited. Extremely limited. Extremely rare. We haven't put this on our merch site because we started to make them and it just... You know, um, unfortunately, we had some issues, so we have an actually the most limited rare edition, <laughs> yes, because they'll never be made again. Probably <laughs> of horrible horror <horrible> podcast shirts, <laughs> as well as two beer koozies or can
2: koozies for those of you who don't partake in the devil's juice. Yeah, but pussies, uh, you should, you the, should try they, it. They, I, I call them beer koozies too. But beer let's, koozies. Let's just make it general. You know, it's, they're canned koozies. No. Beverage koozies.
1: There's <laughs> nothing else but beer that goes in these koozies. Nothing. And if you put a Diet Coke in there, it's just going to catch on fire. Burn your arms off like in Killjoy. So, Beer only. We're going to be doing this giveaway. So it's going to be going through our Instagram account. Mm-hmm. So if you're not a follower of our Instagram account, please check us out. We are horrible. Get on it. Get on it. So we are Horrible Horror Podcast. Actually, the way it's kind of presented is horrible underscore, horrib- horrible underscore, horror underscore podcast. Yes. So like many Instagram giveaways, what you're going to be doing is just sharing our post. Once it's up there, share it and tag us in it so we know who had has been entered um, on our one hundredth episode we will announce the winner.
2: At random it's just gonna you know it's gonna be random, random,
1: just a random drawing. We're gonna make a collection into a you know, a little cauldron, I guess, and yeah. we'll pull a random one out and skull,
2: cauldron, something we got. Yeah, here. we got
1: a couple empty skulls in here. Not just us two, but you know, some behind <laughs> us as well. So we'll be doing the drawing there. So that's the quick announcement. It's gonna be going for two weeks. Got plenty of time to enter. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors. It's gonna be great.
2: All righty. With that said, this week, put on your waders, put on some bug spray, because we're going deep into the Florida Everglades to hunt some skunk ape, or I should say, swamp, swamp a, ape. Swamp ape. It, and not the skunk apes. Kind of ruined ape. that when you started
1: off so strong. I know, I fucked that one up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and everybody we just talking about how we're getting better with each episode. Like, Fuck it up. And you screwed up the title <laughs> of the movie. God damn it. 100 episode, so, here we come. Yeah! <laughs> We've learned nothing. <laughs> anyway we're doing swamp ape we're going back to our roots this is super ultra indie horrible trash movie uh like i said this is taking us back like the days of doing like the wickeds and mm. uh, uh neither dead friday the 13th and alice and murderland type quality movies here so with that said let's jump on in all right this movie was it's relatively almost brand new it was released on january 1st of 2017 wow so yeah uh Brand spanking New Almost. Written and directed by Jeff Ward. Uh, you can find this on Amazon Prime for free if you have the Prime and it's on YouTube as well for free. So luckily you oh, nice. so don't have to pay for it. It's on YouTube. Yes, it is. I found it on YouTube. Check it out, Moonguns. Um It's only 58 minutes long. Short movie, and that's including like the end credits too. So take away a few minutes, maybe fifty-five minutes long. Yeah,
1: it's it's short and sweet. It is.
2: Uh I don't know if I call it sweet, but definitely short.
1: <laughs> short and something. Uh
2: the cast, we're not really gonna talk about anybody because there's nobody that you're gonna recognize the only two people I briefly gonna mention is uh Robert Fox, who plays Professor Steen. Uh <laughs> this guy has 19 credits to uh, his name, which might be the most of everybody in this cast, but about 95% of those credits are basically just him as a glorified extra. I went through, he's like, bar patron, restaurant patron, background guy. <laughs> it's like so it's all, like, extra work. Um, and then Jeff Ward, who wrote and directed the movie, also plays one of the main characters, Mac. Now, he does have 14 credits as an actor. Again, nothing worth mentioning, except for here's in movies like Two-Headed Shark Attack, so kind of gives you a
1: yeah an idea of the quality of film. And
2: I I don't know anything about this movie. I'm just ju- going by the cover art, uh, which is a super homoerotic looking movie called 1313 Hercules Unbound, where he played Hercules. Ooh. <laughs> but the cover is so it's just like a bunch of buff oily dudes like showing sh- sh- off their muscles, holding like crappy little swords. Marshall, why did not we watch that
1: one? <laughs>
2: why did we watch this?
1: Man, I could go for some buff-oily dudes. Buff-oily dudes.
2: <laughs> All right. So, movie. Movie time. Here we go. We open with these two hillbilly hunters and their dog walking through, like, the forest or the Everglades anyway. One's carrying what I think is supposed to be, like, several dead, bloody chickens and a large burlap sack swung over his other shoulder. And the other guy is holding a really cheap-looking plastic kid's toy gun. <laughs> these guns. Like...
1: <laughs> Whoa.
2: Like they went to Kmart or like that. If you doesn't want like Target. Painted stuff. them black. Painted them.
1: <laughs> to make them look like real guns. And I, I'm not a weapons guy. I no. don't know anything about weapons. But I do know their rifles are heavy. They're pretty heavy, and they're swinging this thing around willy nilly <laughs> like, yeah. like a like a weight. Like it's a fucking toy. And of it's course. supposed to be like.
2: It basically, it's not even a like a hunting rifle. It's a goddamn assault, assault rifle. rifle. <laughs> it's like this guy's a member of SWAT in the forest. <laughs> uh, so, um. So, basically, they've been out hunting the vicious, vicious wild chicken that's f- so famous in Florida, apparently, because, which I'm obviously making fun because I've never seen people go hunting chicken. That's <laughs> some people, hunt, that far turkeys. As people Turkey, hunt. Turkeys. Yeah, but these are, like, white, like, leg-eating yeah, chickens. <laughs> classic
1: farm chicken.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, they head onto some reservation of some tribe that I can't even pronounce. The dog breaks free of its leash and takes off running. They chase it down to the waterside. Uh, the dog is now swimming. Dog sprints right into the water. Mm-hmm. Quick mention here, dog best actor in the movie. By far. By
1: far, the best. Bed, by far. Man, he knew his lines. He knew his direction. He didn't ha- he he knew his like placement. Blocking. Blocking, yeah, he's perfect. Yeah, Duke the dog was the Duke, best. Yes, Duke Escobar.
2: <laughs> well done. Uh, so they chase the dog down and he's in the water swimming and he gets grabbed and taken under by a large hairy creature. And all we see for now are the arms. We just see arms. After a short moment, the body of the dog floats to the surface, which looks nothing like the dog we just saw. It's basically, the, the original dog is like a <laughs> nice golden retriever, blonde hair, really pretty fur, or, you know, coat. And But then this giant hairball that plops to the surface. Looks like a sofa cushion. It, it's like <laughs> a dark brown the, blob. Plops to the top. <laughs> Um, the hunters open fire on the general a, area dude, of the water. oh shoot it! And they and, just start... <laughs> holy boom, shit, boom. are these gun effects just laughable at best, but abysmal nonetheless. Um, and one of the hunters is firing... Like I said, he's firing his assault rifle, and the other one pulls out a pistol, because, you know, all hunters hunt with a pistol instead sure. of a rifle. That's the weapon of choice. And by the looks of it, this guy's never held... Any kind of pistol, or he got in his entire life. Yeah, I've way, never
1: seen anybody hold a pistol this way. The way he's holding it is, it's, it's, He's trying to, he's trying to hold it with two hands, but not both hands on the, the, the butt or on the, the handle. The,
2: you know, he's trying to hold it like you would, like a, an actual rifle, rifle assault saw rifle, yeah. like one he's hand holding underneath the, the barrel. barrel. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like who <laughs> holds a gun that way? Are you an American?
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not a big gun guy, but I know how to hold a fucking gun. <laughs> I've seen enough action movies in my yeah. life to know you don't hold a gun like that. <laughs> What in the blue fuck are you doing?
2: <laughs> Shit. So now all of a sudden there's the one only time this happens in the entire movie. For some reason, the the screen it just suddenly becomes like a red goes filter. Red it goes red. Everything goes red. Not like a, like not like a blackout only red. It's like they just put a red filter over the lens and shot the movie. Everything's red. Makes zero sense. The hunters unload all their ammo into the water. Uh once they run out the of ammo, one of them rushes out into the water to retrieve the do- the body of the dog. And now the dog has gone from basically a brown couch cushion to a large stuffed animal that looks like you would win at like a shitty carnival game yeah. or something. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that's what we got. Uh, so the hunters, are kneeling over the dead dog. They're trying to figure out what could have killed. What happened? And we see this, this large shadow, and we hear a sound of twigs breaking. Hunter 1 turns around, sees the creature, which, but as an audience, we don't see it. Hunter 1's killed. Just boom. Blood splatters across the face of Hunter 2, uh, uh who he turns and screams, and he's killed as well. Screen Ro- goes red again. Yeah, It doesn't go red. It just goes, <laughs> roll opening credits and title yeah. card. Um, now, we cut to some beach. Like, I get, you know, Fort Lauderdale. Who the fuck? Is some beach Florida scene. Beach, beach scene where Troy, one of the main characters, is playing beach volleyball, and he gets a text that says he's late, so off he rushes. And we cut to Troy entering the classroom of Professor Steen, uh, where Steen is giving two other students, Lily and Carl, uh, to sign. They're trying to get him to sign permission slips for some class research field trip this upcoming weekend. Um, Steen tells Troy that he's going to fail, but he's, he's such a nice guy. He's gonna give him one more chance, and he
1: is—he's the the classic dick professor. You know,
2: I'm the professor, and
1: I'm gonna. Absolutely. Hold your feet to the flame to make sure that you pass. You want uh, to graduate young man. You better do what I say. Yeah. And he's a, and I think I did better acting than he did.
2: I, I was I, I know I had no later in my uh, well, my notes that brought this. But I'm, I'm going to bring it up now so we don't have to worry about it there. I don't know about you, but every time I saw this guy, Professor Steen and listen to him talk and his look, all I'm thinking about is like he's like a somewhat chubbier. Andy Kindler. If anybody knows who that is, Andy Kindler is a, a, a kind of famous comedian. Uh, he's known as a comics comic, uh, but he's he's very influential in the comedian co- comedy world. And he looks and sounds like Andy Andy Kindler. And I w- oh my god, I wish Andy Kindler would have been playing this role. It would make the so much better. I don't know who Andy Kindler oh, I is. I can't believe you don't know. Andy. I, don't I think all people you know who he is. Mm-mm. God damn! It. Well, no. there goes that reference. Sorry, I, man. Some of even... the listeners have to know who Andy Andy, Andy Kindler is. Well, now
1: I'm intrigued.
2: You know, now I want to find out who
1: this guy is yeah, you look I, him up later I like comics you know I like you know I'm comedy so, uh, so alright anyway, something he, new he Thanks. looks
2: like Amy Kindler to me and so he basically he says you are going to come if you don't come along you can pass my class but you have to come along on this research field trip or you're going to fail but he but but, professor the volleyball games this weekend it's the big championship game I have to be there my team's relying on me now this is weird
1: I mean, it's always in horror movies, it's like the football player, basketball player, baseball player. They don't really deviate from those three sports, right? No. This is the first time I think I've ever been, like, the big volleyball game is coming up.
2: men, too. Right. Maybe with more women, uh, but men. Volleyball, but it, to be perfectly honest,
1: I don't have
2: a problem. With I didn't have it a problem with it either because he's built
1: like a volleyball player. He's, he's to, like I totally buy it. I'm yeah. like, yep. He's not that tall,
2: but he's definitely felt.
1: Yeah, he's athletic. He's, he's got a slim athletic build. Yeah, and I'm like, yep.
2: You can be a volleyball player for sure. You're, you're, so I'm. You're not the striker. You're the guy who's setting everybody else. up. <laughs> <laughs> you're bumping and setting. That's what you're doing. Anyway, oh, uh, what are they doing? But. <laughs> I gotta say, while we're talking about this, the thing that bothered me—not that he's a volleyball player—but what Steam says next is that like, I know next year they want you to become the head coach, but for now you have to pass. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, because I'm apparently this guy is so good that everybody on campus is, is like saying he's instantly going to become the next head coach, but. I'm pretty sure that's not how college coaching works. You don't go from senior player one year to the head coach head the coach. next. Uh, I've this ne- is the shittiest stupid thing I've ever heard. I've never heard
1: that ever in college sports, <laughs> ever. It's like, you're one of the best players we have. You can go on to be the
2: head coach. coach. <laughs> huh? I, be don't more you have than, to have an actual career? Yeah. like You work your way up to that. Like you're It right. would make sense. Like, oh, you're going to be an assistant coach. You can go... You know, maybe maybe at a high school, level. you know, I could go straight to a university level coaching head right. coach job. Even if it's a small school, you're still gonna gotta put your time in. Right. It'd be more believable if you said, okay, you're so good, you're gonna be on, you know, going out for like a national team or an Olympic team to be. You know, that's the next, I would say, next step from college a Logical step. Yeah, yeah, that would make more sense than saying he's gonna be the head coach. So anyway, we cut to the students now. They're showing up in the school's parking lot, loading up onto the van, and you know, steam, the are handing the permission slips. And we learn that one of Steen's former students will be their guy that Lily has a crush on, apparently. But this never, ever comes back into play. He never, ever, he never really talk about it. Yeah, no, I, I don't mention it when we meet the guy. I don't think they even met, bring it up then. And Lily certainly doesn't act like, oh, it's him. Oh, he's so cute. She it, she mentions it here, and then it's gone. Like nothing comes of it. So here's the breakdown of the Couch Kids that we have so far. We have Troy, the main dude, like we talked about. We have Carl, who's kind of like a Hipster, small, tiny guy who's into where's like he's, in, he's into the class,
1: he's in, he's he's into nature or whatever.
2: Yeah, then we have Lily, the tall blonde girl, she looks more like a volleyball player than Troy does. We have Wendy, the fat black girl, Mac, the muscle headed bro, and then we have Anna Marie, the big titted Hispanic girl, and that's that's our core group along with Professor Steen. Now, during the ride. Uh, Lily sees what she thinks is a bong in Max's book bag, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's one of those new vape bongs. She just put you know, he gets her to put her mouth on it and starts inhaling. She starts pumping it, and she has a handle on it, there's a pump. And basically, the whole joke here is that it's not a bong; it's a penis pump.
1: Oh, the penis pump! The
2: Penis pump makes a uh, surprise <laughs> appearance. The penis
1: pump has a history. Yeah. Oh, the penis pump. We have a we have an old time of. <laughs> Penis
2: pump stories. We'll spare
1: you. Uh
2: but I'm just curious, like one, who carries a dick pump in their uh 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 book bag, you know, on a on a class research trip? That that's just so I it's ridiculous to me. I I can't I can't fathom that. I I don't know. Anyway, so the van pulls into Buffalo Tigers Airboat Tours and Gift Shop. And first, what the hell is a Buffalo Tiger? Uh, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be the name of, like, an Amer- Native American dude. Like, you know, you have Raging Bulls, you know, Sitting Cow. I don't know what the fuck. You know, they names like that. But I-, I kind of have issues with this because um, back, you know, in the olden days, like in the frontier days, if Native Americans were naming themselves like that, they wouldn't know what the fuck a tiger was. We didn't have tigers in America. No, we didn't. Like, why, nobody would be named Tiger as African uh, Native American, right? It doesn't Buffalo. Yeah, totally get that. But Tiger, nah. no. <laughs> so, anyway, so the group unloads and heads inside, and all the way they pass Chief Najo, who has the personality of a piece of wood, and basically he looks like he could be <laughs> Jay uh, Chandra Heshkar's brother or cousin.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe. I,
2: he looks like a heavier version of the guy from Super Troopers. Nah, I didn't get that. Really? I did. No. Like That's the first thing I thought of. Like, it's the Super Trooper guy. No. Only no. That, this guy is way less talented. <laughs> he's just brown. <laughs> he's not, it. He's, wow. Well, you make, all right. I'm not. <laughs> anyway. No, I did not get that. I did. Fine. I guess I'm an asshole. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, so, I didn't say that. Just... <laughs> uh, so the gift shops with all sorts of, like, the cheapest, most generic, like, Indian, like, trinkets and, and items and, and, and gator shit. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of fake gators. Uh, however, Fat Girl Wendy is drawn right to the snack rack yeah. and starts loading up all the beef jerky and snacks she can hold. So,
1: Wendy, let's it's, – it's weird. They have Wendy. Um, she's African-American and heavyset. Mm-hmm. And she is just absolutely obsessed with – With food. Yeah. And she's not that big. I mean, she's fat, but she's she's not, like, precious fat. She's not precious Yeah, and she's she's not, like, so fat. I mean, she's pretty thick, you know, pretty darn... Yeah, she's got a gut, and she's kind of thick, but she's not, like... Off the charts, fat, but they're really, really, really pushing her as this food-obsessed wacko.
2: All these characters are basically very stereotypical, yeah. Very one-dimensional. There's no character developed. All Winnie's character is is basically about food. Yeah, every time we see her, she's eating, talking about food, or denying. So, like, she's like, Oh, I guess I can take a cheat day, like she's trying to diet or do yoga, but she's always stuffing her face with food. Uh, and then I like, give Mac the bro, and and and, and everybody's mm-hmm. one-dimensional, or or, or even. Zero dimensional. Some have no person. There's no point to them at all. Right. Um, so they also make a point to make sure that we as an audience know that Lily is on her period uh, and thinks now that Troy is cute. Now, So now she's moved on from whatever guide, you know, the guy to now Troy is her new crush. Her new bow. Yeah.
1: Boo. So Babe.
2: Steen goes out, he goes to check out and gets a lecture from the chief about not being able to camp around here this weekend because it's the Blood Moon. And all the local tribes would be holding some sort of like Indian gathering or something. I didn't, And then Steen just blows him off, and tells him that, hey, this piece of paper says it's from the state. It says I have clearance, so stick it up to your ass. We're Man,
1: going. Steen, this scene with Steen, I'm just, uh, I hate, like, he did a good job of me thinking, what a dick. Because he's just got this, he's short, this gut. And he's just so self-righteous. And this guy's like, hey, man, you probably don't want to count. He's like, we say we can have here. Hey, look at this paper. The state says we can go. And I'm just like, those types of people, that type of attitude, sometimes just want to slap the fucking shit out of their face. Oh, yeah, that.
2: of course. So he did well there. Yeah. Uh, and then on his way out, he, called, he, he calls his students minions. He's like, minions, follow me. God
1: <laughs> damn it. <laughs>
2: uh, so now we get several, like, B-shot B roll, B roll, B-roll shots of, like, Tourists on airboats and gators in the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, real stock footage, stock footage crap. Uh, now we meet the group meets up with Ranger Steve, uh, who carries a child's BB gun with him.
1: <laughs> you, sure that's a, you sure that's a street legal?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he tells you that he'll be taken to their campsite, and that he'll be staying at the station all weekend. If there's an emergency, if they need him, you know, he'll be on hand. Uh, so they pile onto the airboat and off they go to some island where they'll be camping and doing their research. They get dropped off. The group knows that no one has cell phone service. So blah, blah, blah. Except for one. Except for one. Yeah, but it gets ruined. It doesn't fucking yeah, matter. Yeah, but
1: it's but they still tried to explain it, and it's funny because they say they don't have cell phone service, and later on in the movie when it's nighttime scenes, you can see like houses in the distance they, with lights I, I, on. Now we're gonna bring <laughs> that up later when we got <laughs> to the nighttime
2: scene. But yeah, we we're supposed to be on the middle of the Evergreen, like, in the middle of nowhere, very isolated. But now you can see like you can clearly see like city lights through the trees. <laughs>
1: and even even fuck, I mean, even well, I don't care. I'm just gonna talk about it. Even when they go to their campsite, it's actual cabins yeah. with electricity. Yep. And again, it's not that isolated it's not like you're roughing it you got cabins yeah. with electricity and air conditioning yeah shit
2: yeah uh, and they have a nice little porch swing on their cabin too they did not do a good <laughs> job of explaining away cell phone use no they didn't it's go. oh we don't have cell phone use here okay uh, that was it that's all you got yeah uh, so um and he, uh, so steve's like hey you know what uh there's a radio in one of the buildings and field their guy will be here soon uh now, basically, we're just going to skip ahead to the uh, the guys entering their cabin. Uh, Carl and Mac get into a fight over the bunks because they're fucking eight years old, apparently. Uh, which, I don't know why they're getting a fight over the bunks because the one bed is clearly like a queen. is like a queen-size bed. And, but they're fighting over who gets the stupid little twin bunk. I'm like, fuck that. Take the bunk. I want the big one. Right, right. <laughs> it's
1: like, oh, well, the top bunk. I want the top
2: bunk. God
1: damn it. There's a huge queen-size bag yeah. like, right there. <laughs> or at least a double or whatever it is. It like, looks much
2: nicer than, like, a stupid bunk. Yeah, <laughs> a shitty bunk bed. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, next, we, we just cut to all of them down by the lake. Uh, Troy suddenly has a machete that's, like, in a cardboard sheath, which just makes it look even super che- more cheap than it already does. Like, Really? I just carry the thing around without this cardboard on it. It's so stupid. Oh, it's ridiculous. So, Mac and Troy decide to go for a swim. The girls only get... They, their their panties just get wet as soon as they take off their shirts.
1: These dudes take off their tops
2: and... Ooh, ooh. The girls just... Are, they have to go change their panties already because... Now, I get, Mac is in shape. Like, he he's, he's the bodybuilding, muscle-headed bro guy. Sploosh. And Troy, yeah, I mean, Troy's not out of shape or anything, but he's, he's muscle-wise, just yeah, he's, he's, just, just, he's not he's just much chiseled or toned. Yeah. But the girl's like, holy fuck, my my v- vagina just exploded in my pants. Mac's got it going on. Yeah. Um. So, now they also decide, hey, well, so they're like, oh, well, let's strip down, too, so we can tan. So now they're, whatever. Uh, meanwhile... Fat Black attempts to do yoga, in the background. <laughs> uh, Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mac, who apparently, uh, anyway, so they go. I'm sorry, I'm, I can't. This movie's so it made nothing it makes sense. It's awful. Uh, Mac is in the water swimming, and he gets out of the water to start like. You know, juggling, like, oh, I'm going to throw you in, i throw you he's in. trying to
1: play grab ass with the girls. Yeah. And he picks up uh, Carl. Carl and he but throws him in. The
2: thing I found funny is that he goes into the pool, uh, the pool, the water, the lake, but when he comes out of the lake, he's wearing his shoes.
1: I thought they went into the, they went into the water with their shoes on. Did they? I mean, yeah. you know,
2: that's still Who swims in their shoes? Well. That's asinine. That's just bad. <laughs> and that's how you get, like. Foot rot, foot rot, and shit. You, yeah. It's like, you shoot. Oh, anyway, so he grabs Carl, throws Carl in the water. Um, Carl starts freaking the fuck out, screaming that he can't swim, even though the water is barely waist high. I mean, you, everybody else is standing, and it's water up to the waist, and he's like screaming like a bitch, like just stand up, dude. Well, stand he's up. he's flopping, he's struggling. Everyone runs in,
1: then he says
2: something pulled
1: me under. He's like, I don't know. I just something pulled me down. I don't know what it was. You don't remember that. Yeah, I... That's, like, the main... That's the big reason, because everyone's like, what's wrong with him? What's going on? Let's go help him. Well, he's also saying, I can't swim. He's yelling that out, but too. But like you said, you can
2: stand, but he's got pulled under. Okay, all right, all right, <laughs> all right, all right. But that does make sense, because uh, during this whole exchange, we get some really, really fast shots of some large, hairy creature also in the water, spliced into it, but... Uh, but for some reason, again, nobody sees this, like, giant six-foot hairy monster that would apparently only be, like, a few feet away from them in the, like, right sta- like, open his legs. around. Yeah. It, it, it's so bullshit. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, Carlos helped out, and uh, Troy and Mac, they get into a really shitty-looking fight, which is quickly broken up by Theo, who's like, Mac, go get firewood. You know, it's stupid. The, the, the writing and dialogue in this movie is pretty awful. I will say that. It's not great at all. Um nah, you know, there there was some not some t- to be perfectly
1: honest, there was some pretty decent zingers that um uh what's her name had, the tall blonde. When she was talking Lily. about Lily was talking about uh Theo exploring her, it's like he can take a you know, dive into my marsh any day. Oh yeah. He can go exploring my, you know, my, ever, he can go see my moist environment anytime he wants. You know, like it was kind of funny. You, you know, it wasn't too bad. Swamp.
2: Yeah. I don't know. And one was like, "Damn girl, do you ever bathe or something like that?" Because you're talking about her like crotch being all <laughs> swampy and so. But I didn't uh, think the ride.
1: To be fair, I didn't think the writing was that bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. The delivery was a little something maybe that's desired. Maybe, that's,
2: maybe that. But, I was so maybe that's what it wasn't. That it was delivered so poor that it made me think that writing itself was bad.
1: Then. I didn't. Yeah.
2: I mean, sometimes sometimes the delivery was good.
1: Sometimes it wasn't. But I don't think it's the fault of the writing. Okay. I think the writing itself was. Don't get me wrong. It's nothing that's going to blow you away. But it's it's a lot stronger than I think. Uh, that you're, you're you're giving it credit to.
2: Okay, fair. So. I, I'll I'll give you that one. I, you, you could very well be. Mm-hmm. Right. It could just be that the acting was so lackluster. Yeah, it was great. Ruined it. Um, so uh, Mac apologized to Carl before he and Troy go off to get firewood. Uh, we hear something in the brush, you know, moving around in the in the br- brush, and wonder what the seal is like. You know, is, hey, it could be anything a boar, a deer, a bear, a panther. you know whatever. Don't worry about. it. Uh, Mac and Troy—they make up. They talk it out. Uh, and Mac's like, "Hey, you can head back to the meeting." And Troy's like, "No, I'm gonna sit here and wait out the rain a little bit more." But it's so ridiculous because seriously, Mac gets up and leaves. Like Troy's like, "I'm gonna sit here and wait for a few, you know, wait out the rain." Mac gets up and leaves. Less than ten seconds after Mac gets up to leave, Troy stands up to leave. So what happened to this waiting out the rain part? He didn't,
1: didn't give enough... Ch- yeah, he, they just should have changed it. They yeah. just should have changed it to something like, no, man, I'll be, I'm just going to sit here and just chill for a minute. That's all you got to say. Yeah, so all right, I'll, or, or just say I'll be right
2: behind you because don't even say I'm going to wait around yeah. because I'm going to sit here and chill for a while. So it means he's going to stay a while. He literally waits less than 10 seconds to get up and follow Mac. Um, so again, by, like I said, we just saw Mac leave seconds ago, and now somehow... When next time we see Mac, he has somehow managed to change clothes entirely along with a few of the other kids. Everybody's changed clothes <laughs> except for Troy. Yeah. And we just saw Mac leave like 10 seconds ago. How is this possible?
1: Yeah, there's some continuity issues. <laughs> there's here. a lot of continuity issues in this movie. <laughs> All throughout this movie, there's some there's some awful some continuity. pretty sweet ones.
2: So Theo and Steen get into a bit of a debate over Bigfoot basically being real or not. And uh, we get a very hard cut to the whole group sitting around a campfire at night, passing around a bottle of Evan Williams. Uh, and once Sweet. again, Mac has changed clothes back into the shirt he was first wearing. So
1: again, was that the shirt with the laser,
2: laser Wolf? Laser Wolf. I like that shirt. Yeah, that was a great shirt. I, now I wish he had sleeves because I'm not that whole I'm not that bro asshole who <laughs> walks around sleeveless shirts. But um, I don't know, man.
1: If I had a body like Mac, I'd just be like, fuck those sleeves. <laughs>
2: I don't care but, but the uh, <laughs> but the shirt itself that laser was actually that was a cool I thought I thing. like that's a cool shirt. That was an awesome shirt. I love the shirt. But yeah, so he goes from laser wolf to his other shirt back to laser wolf in a matter of like two minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh Theo starts telling them some story about the swamp a It's boring, has no bearing on the story on the on the rest of the movie. It's of course stellar. it does. How does it how do, it's just him telling well, it? know well, when I, mean, I was it it six, just, I was it, uh it, I thought I saw it and no one believes me. It tells the story. I mean, of
1: course it does. It has bearing on the story. It's He's he's really into Swamp Ape. You know, he's really into this. He believes it's out there. He's one of the only people who's just like, yeah, it's out there. It's, it's there. I mean, yes, he's telling it in a scary campfire situation, but it definitely plants the seed that it's out there. Yes, it has bearing on the story.
2: Well, we already know it's out there. I mean, we... All right. I'll... They, they,
1: the campers don't know that, but now they do. <laughs> now they're like, "Oh man, maybe there's something out there." So they're 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 involved. They're they're aware that it's out there. It's not like it's a big surprise, or more of a big surprise. It's been planted. It's been there, and later it has development to the actual character that tells that story. Okay. Damn it! <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, Aaron, lay the laying the law down. laying it down. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, we skip We're skipping ahead to Theo. Uh, he heads into his cabin while the rest of the guys decide to go try to scare the girls in their cabin. Um, and this is where I meant to make okay, we'll skip. We already talked about the lights in the background of city lights, so we'll move on. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> you see city lights a lot, yeah. And later, we'll talk about it later.
2: But <laughs> uh, the next morning, they're all gathered around uh, Steen. Uh, tells them oh, that they
1: did, did they do the scare girl
2: the girl scare part where they go to scare the girls yeah that's what we ju- they just did that's
1: actually one of my favorite scenes in the movie okay well they go ahead and talk the about reason it. I like the scene in the movie the guy's are like hey well yeah they're, they're like kind of bonding fine like okay yeah I'm, hey I'm sorry I'm so hey guys let's go scare the girls it'll be fun and they're like okay let's just go bang on the doors and make some noise. When they go to scare the girls, they see through the window that the two blonde girl and the Burnett Hispanic, yeah. Hispanic with the giant titties. Mm-hmm. Woo! She is hot. Yeah, she is. So they're, they're talking, and they're taking off their clothes. and like, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's just watch. And so they're all watching at the window. Just when they're about to take off the tops, Wendy's big fat ass comes and stands in front of the window <laughs> yeah. and starts talking to her. They're like, oh, no! <laughs> and then she walks away, and they have oversized T-shirts on. Yeah. Probably one of the... the Funnier parts of the movie. Probably, it probably is the funniest part of the movie because there's
2: not a whole lot of humor. Not a movie. lot of
1: humor. There's attempts and there's, there's attempts, but this is the one I actually played. Like, some actually land, some don't. This one I liked. Yeah, I'll
2: give you that. I'll that was give...
1: probably one of my favorite. One of my favorite parts of the movie.
2: Yeah, I'll give you that. That it was a solid, solid moment. Um, so basically, Sting's like, okay, we're gonna be hiking out to this research to the research location, but Sting's like, I'm not going with him because I'm too old to hike. So and that you guys are gonna be gone all day long. Uh. I'm too old
1: to hike yeah.
2: Theo gives them a quick rundown of what they're going to be doing And then splits them up into two groups uh, Group A is Theo, Lily, and Troy With group B being Mac, Anna Marie, Carl, and Wendy Theo tells Lily to leave the cooler With the lunch in it behind That they'll come back for it later And also tells them that group A will take the west trail While the other group takes the east trail Yet When the camera shows them walking off Everyone is in one big group So <laughs> So, as they walk away, we see a large fur-covered hand reach out and take the cooler. And apparently, in my mind, this movie just became a Yogi Bear cartoon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. What's up, in a basket? Get some sandwiches.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we cut to Lily and Troy. They're alone. They're talking while marking trees and taking samples. And then, all of a sudden, Carl pops up, followed by Wendy, and Theo's nowhere to be seen, by the way. This is so and weird. There's an, like, like so much from these groups, because yeah. like I damn they they write this shit into the script and then less than a minute later they they're all for- together they're again. They're all together. They forget all about it. It's like what the hell? Yeah, that's pretty like, bad. And that that's the that is shit right. Like that's mm. just come on. Like have you know, uh, well, I, maybe the dialogue
1: sense. isn't such a bad, badly written. The deaf and story premise is like the, the development because yeah, you group go that way, you go that way, you go that way. That would you separate them pretty well. And yeah. as soon as they do, they're not, they're just back instantly together.
2: Exactly, instantly. I mean, it's not even like you know. Okay, we were doing what, there was like Mac and Anne Marie talking, and then all of a sudden Carl, and Winnie pop up there because that would make sense. They're in the same group, but no, you have two different. Ugh, it's just stuff like that, really. Bothers because it grinds your gear. It does because it's that's easy stuff that should that can be fixed in a script that will make things little things matter. Little things make things better. You mm. know, like fix that and fix that shit.
1: Yeah, and that's easy. That's free. That's what I'm saying. That's that, a that, free that, fix.
2: Yeah, exactly. Don't the obviously shit. don't have a
1: big budget, but yeah, so this you can fix.
2: We go. We're now back with Anna and Mac. She goes off to pee. Uh, and we, we, we have mentioned that she's got the big tits and she's the high one, but we, I have to say that this girl, uh, she is thick in all the right places. Yes. She has great looking tits and ass that won't quit and some damn nice legs too. I mean, she, she is, she's, wow. I mean, she's, she's good looking. Like, I'm re- actually really surprised I, we haven't seen her in like more. Low budget indie horror because she's got the great look for maybe it.
1: she maybe we will maybe uh, maybe I mean, she this is. was released in January two thousand seventeen yeah, so maybe this could be
2: her foyer. You know? uh, anyway, she walks off. Max pulls out Axe body spray. I from love his it. Bag, I love it. Just covers himself in this. And we also see in his bag is the dick pump as well. I love it. I love it. As soon as she walks away, he's like,
1: Yeah. For a minute, I thought he was going to be pervy and like follow her and watch her pee, which I'm like, Come on, man. But luckily, he just whips out the Axe body spray, which might be just as bad. Yeah.
2: Like, <laughs> Come on. That's <laughs> that, that's douchey bro 101 right there. It was pretty
1: awesome. It was pretty awesome. <laughs>
2: Carries the dick pup into the woods with him on it. Like, why? Didn't you never know. <laughs> talk about trying to always be prepared. Jesus <laughs> Christ! So, after a very fast cut to Theo, who's using Lay's potato chips as bait in a trap that looks like a cheaply made <laughs> shark cage. Uh, now we have to talk about this trap. <laughs> all right, the door. First of all, the, the the gate or door to this cage, which like raises straight up. Uh, is being held open by a, a little like, stick,
1: like a three foot—not even a three foot. No, it's like twig. a two foot, it's like a two twig. foot twig.
2: Uh, this cage is like six feet tall, but like I said, the stick is only holding the door about two feet off the ground. So if we're again, we're supposed to assume that this trap is meant for the swamp ape, who is basically a giant Bigfoot. There's no fucking way this thing's gonna work. Just he'd have to crawl. Yeah. To exactly. get some sweet potato chips. <laughs> so, this giant creature had to belly crawl underneath the twig <laughs> to get to those little bowl of potato chips. Like, it's like it's just like a snack size <laughs> It's a snack pack snack pack portion. <laughs> Which we see in our snack pack it's like they went out and went to like groceries, and bought one like those variety packs of like twenty <laughs> little bags of chips. <laughs> what kind of creature is this? <laughs>
1: lives in the woods, deep well, in the swamp, you know, and feast like, upon Lay's potato chips. Yeah, you know, fuck
2: like, you know, meat, like raw right, meat or right. something.
1: I want to give some Lay's potato chips. Even something cooked, or... <laughs> Lay's potato chips. Why don't you put some sprees in there? Some Jolly Ranchers.
2: You know, some Starburst. Yeah. they smell like fruit. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> That's so... Weird. So, I know, I was like, what the fuck? Not even like a sandwich, you know? A lay Just
1: <laughs> just Lay's potato chips single serving. Yeah,
2: for a six-foot beast.
1: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty awesome. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I can't get over it. Sorry. Marshall's got a case of uh, the sillies. I got the giggles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Lily, Troy, Carl, and Wendy, they show up. They all talk for a bit. Theo grabs a camera mounted to a tree to review video footage. And by the way, the camera is like this little Sony HD camcorder that's only being held on a tree by one of those like snake tripods you can buy like at a Walgreens or yeah. something. And first of all, there's no way that this camera would have stayed up on that tree in the wild and elements. Uh, it would just fall fallen off. Like, it really would have. And not to mention that the camera itself would have it's been damaged or completely broken from rain and humidity. It's not like, it's not an actual like, trap camera that you see like real researchers use for wilderness tracking. It's just like yeah,
1: I didn't mind that so I much, get though. but it's like mm-hmm.
2: um so they they uh <laughs> they they go off to watch the footage and while Wendy steals a handful of those sweet lay's potatoes like from the bait bowl before joining the others I did like
1: that that was kind of funny.
2: Uh, on the camera they see the swamp bait looks like he's throwing a temper tantrum And then they hear some noises, and they just run off to see what it is. Uh, Fat Winnie falls behind. She gets separated. Well, She just straight up leaves. No, not yet. That's later. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They all rush up on Anna and Mac as they're about to kiss uh, because Anna got scared by a raccoon while peeing, so they scream. So now they're all back together. Again, except for Wendy. Remember this fact. Because I shit you not, the very next shot, we see Troy... Feel Carl, Lily, and Wendy walking down a trail and Troy says, oh, look, there they are. And the camera cuts over and we see Mac and Anna walking towards them from the opposite direction. Yes. How fucking lazy are these editors and script supervisors? That's pretty bad. That
1: was like the worst one. I was like, wait a minute. They were all just together. Now they're separated walking towards each other. Yes.
2: In the next shot. At (sighs) this point, I'm thinking maybe they're intentionally fucking up like, you know, but I don't think these filmmakers are smart enough or talented enough to pull off and you know pull this off intentionally. They make
1: but, it, and they're not going that way. But who knows? Maybe
2: they are because
1: there's some other parts where I'm just like, what
2: the fuck? Yeah, it's like there's nobody like watching this and paying attention. Are they tr- like, like the editor just fell asleep while doing this? Is this
1: Andy Kaufman esque? Am I just
2: <laughs> am I just missing it? Like, is
1: it just something so subtle that it's just over? Just Going beyond Yeah, me, that's what I'm saying, but like, like, I don't think Like, that... Joaquin Phoenix kind of moment or something. <laughs> huh.
2: So, they all end up back where Lily left the cooler. Seeing that it's gone, Wendy starts whining like a bitch because the sandwich. Is, I want my sandwich! Seriously, that's what she does. It's yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, that's her character. Uh, but it's so... It's so... You hate whiners.
1: You really hate whiners. Well, it's just
2: like... First of all, I don't think a woman her age would whine that much. You know, like, nobody... Like, a kid I get. that. would be, I understand that. But she's a college-age kid who's whining about a sandwich. Nobody would do that. I'd be like, oh, fuck. I was, you know, maybe like, okay, damn it, that sucks. Sandwiches are gone. But nobody's... She's not going to whine like that, like a child, I don't think. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Uh, so... Theo tells them that we'll just head back to camp for an early dinner. So off they go. now, except for Fat Wendy, who, who now sneaks, books, in, she sneaks off into the woods by herself. Which
1: I don't get. Like, they, you're just <sighs> running away from noises. You're out in the woods, and she, the whole time they're in the woods, like hiking. You can see her going, "Oh, this is gross. Ew, ew." She mentions that a few times. Yeah,
2: you would think she'd like, she's like, "Oh, let's head back to camp for food." She's and like, for food. And she's like, "I'm on it. Let's go." You think yeah. she'd be. Like, Leading the pack, yeah, exactly. But she sneaks off into the woods by herself. She hides behind a tree, opens up her backpack, which we see is like overflowing with junk food. And we go back to the others. Theo realizes that Wendy's missing, so he sends Mac and Anna back to find her. Meanwhile, Wendy's just shoving copious amounts of food down her gullet. And we Rangers. Now we go to Ranger Steve. This movie is like Tourette's and like short attention span theater. <laughs> the cuts <laughs> are <laughs> so. <laughs> Fast, It's like almost seizure inducing because it's just it's changing so quickly. So Ranger Steve, he's hanging out with the chief. Uh, Steve gets a call from Theo over his that's saying Wendy's missing. So he's like, all right, out. He grabs his kid's BB gun and he heads out <laughs> on the boat. This, this Okay, I know we've mentioned
1: BB gun. This is supposed to be a rifle. It's supposed, it's supposed to, to be. be a proper, like, 22 or yeah. something like that.
2: <laughs> it's a fucking BB gun. Uh, now, there's a short scene of Mac and Anna giving up giving up the search for Wendy. Like, well, she's not here. Fuck it. So they can start making out. Like, all right, fuck Wendy. Let's just get at, go at it. Um, we go back to Wendy, who's still eating junk food. The swamp ape comes up behind her, scares her. But instead of killing her, he takes her backpack full of snacks. Now, seeing the swamp ape go through her bag and tossing her precious junk food around pisses Wendy the fuck off. Because you don't mess with a fat girl's food. You do not fuck
1: with a fat girl suit i don't care if you are the mythical legendary sasquatch bigfoot wendigo that has been talked about from cultures from the beginning of time now you're actually seeing it for the first time but it took your fucking edelman's donuts yep fuck that shit and she punches him she,
2: yeah she makes basically the worst decision of her fat life it's insane she throws a large rock at swampy hitting him in the head this, of course, pisses Swamp Ape off, so he goes over to Wendy, it approaches her, stands in front of her, still feeling the fury of a thousand hells, she decides to punch Swampy in the face. Again, not the smartest move to make. Unbelievable. So It's sw- fucking Bigfoot, yeah, and, and you- it, yeah, you know what, <laughs> take my donuts, I don't care, uh, not Wendy. Yeah, no, so Swampy takes a page from Jason Voorhees' Manhattan <laughs> playbook, and with a one semi-swift motion, just... Punches Winnie's head clean off clean her shoulders. Off. Now, I will say I love how cheap and shitty this effect looks. Maybe it's because we're 37 minutes into a 58 minute movie. Yeah, we finally
1: something happens. Finally, something happens. I was
2: just so glad to finally see a death, but yeah. I did catch myself smiling at this god awful effect. <laughs> Me, too. I kind of liked it. <laughs> now, before we go on, we have to talk about the Swap 8 costume because now we've seen it. And seriously, the list goes on and on about how shitty this thing looks, and all the things you can say about. It. Uh, for one, it looks like something that was bought at like some seasonal Halloween costume shop in the South with no budget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like- uh, or, or maybe the, the director's parents were getting rid of their old seventy shag carpet, and drugs like, "Hey, I'll take it off your hands." Right. Uh, plus, the chest and the ass <laughs> look like they just took like a piece of like a hefty bag and like stuck it on there. It's really
0: bad looking. <laughs>
2: So, we cut to Mac, go back to Mac and Anna, who are still making out, but now have stripped down to their underwear. Uh, they get interrupted by Swampy, causing them to take, they take off running. Uh, they hide behind some tall weeds and brush, and this is when Anna spots Wendy's freshly decapitated head covered in a swarm of flies. Her crying gives him away. Swampy comes over. Mac throws either a wad of mud or Wendy's head at Swampy's face, and they run off. Yeah,
1: you can't tell what it is. It's just a it is a black thing. And yeah, then, of course, Wendy's African American and she's very dark skinned Very so dark skinned You just can't tell if it's mud. It or doesn't look a like a head, but it would. But he was right next to her head, so you're yeah. thinking. I can I
2: I'd like to think it was his, her head. Yeah, me like,
1: too. I would like to think that too, but it just you just can't he, tell. You can't
2: tell. You can't tell. So, uh. So now, now they run into a pit of quicksand. (laughs) (laughs) They do
1: mention quicksand earlier in the show. They do, they
2: do. But Anna starts to sink. Mac tries to help her, but Swampy shows up. Uh, Mac tries to punch it, but he just gets clobbered by Swampy and sent flying. Dude,
1: I gotta say, people are standing That's up to the Swampy big- pretty <laughs> boldly. Yeah. Wendy's punch him. Mac, I mean, while they're trying to make their getaway, when it comes down to it, he's throwing fisticuffs too. <laughs> yeah. People are just going at him. They're yeah. not really scared of this guy. <laughs> probably because he looks so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it probably
2: is. Like, come on, <laughs>
1: really? <laughs> this guy's scary. Ah, yeah. I'm gonna punch him. We'll see what happens. <laughs>
2: Uh, I agree. Like, if this was real, like, dude, I'm like, I'm fucking out of here. I'm yeah. not gonna punch Bigfoot. Right. <laughs> That's like, saying, I'm gonna go over and punch like a giant silverback reel and see it, and, and expect that to go well. <laughs> right,
1: right. But these people have no problem doing yeah. it, especially when it comes to donuts. Yeah. <laughs>
2: God damn. So, uh, like I said, Swampy just like Sands Mac flying as Anna sinks below the surface, basically drowning in the quicksand. And again, this green screen effect of her sinking is so fucking laughable. I mean, this is like some I, I would almost like the stuff you would saw, we saw in like Zombies. Only that was actually a better quality movie, surprisingly. Yeah. But like, it's really poorly done, but at the same time, there's a charm to it that I, like, I kind of liked. I liked it, yeah. <laughs> It's not that long, too. It's pretty quick. Sh- it's the I, yeah. quickest quicksand sinking ever. <laughs> it's, like, it's not like it's not even like tangible sand. It's just like this <laughs> straight, water. Yeah, straight down. <laughs> so we cut to Ranger Steve in his boat, and we see Swamp Abe's head rise up out of the water and go back on like a submarine's periscope, <laughs> and then he pops up a few shots. So so Steve pops off a few shots from his BB gun, and, and that is the. Stinkiest looking scope on it. Like this scope is like maybe three inches long, like maybe five. It's at pretty most, bad. It's awful. And then all of a sudden, Swampy just flips his boat out from underneath him, like it was a plastic children's toy. Oh, because it was a plastic
1: children's toy.
2: <laughs> and since sends, it sends <laughs> Steve flying up into the water. But again, it, this is so fast that if you you blink, you will miss you'll miss that that stunt. Uh, which I'm sure it was intentional to cover the fact that it was a plastic children's toy. It was a toy. children's toy! And I'm like they a, cut it was like a G.I. Joe on the boat for good men to be seated. just cut to the seat. <laughs> and <laughs> this boat is just a toy. And they quickly, vroom, they yeah. flip it over. <laughs> like You might as well just see somebody's hand and they're just like flicking it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be I mean, bad. I'd love to see him. see actually saw my hand go, So, Steve starts swearing for sure, but uh oh, here comes the rubber alligator. (laughs) It's with red eyes. With red eyes.
1: Because it's it's full of rage.
2: (laughs) So, the alligator bites Steve and takes him under. Or, really, I should say, it bumps into Steve, and Steve (laughs) dives under the water. And red blood comes up from underneath. We go back to the camp as the sun starts to set. And we get a series of super fast cuts going between Theo and Troy talking. And then back to Mac waking up face down in the mud. Uh, he gets Mind up- you,
1: sorry to interrupt, <laughs> but mind you, we only have about 20, 15 minutes left yeah. in the entire movie. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff they packed into the last 20, 15 minutes. Yeah, so real- hold on to your butts. <laughs> it gets real fast. Here we go.
2: Yeah. So he gets up, he starts trying to dig in the quicksand for Anna, but it quickly gives up, like, less, he spends, like, less than 20 seconds attempting to find her. Like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you only got 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're a tight schedule here, people. So uh, we, now we go to Steen, who he's come across Ranger Steve's dead body, because I don't why he would be out there at the water's edge looking for it, makes no sense. But he finds my line on the shore, and he takes the BB gun and runs off. Steen runs in the MAC as he runs out of the woods. And uh in his whitey tidies and his boots. So the rest of the movie, like Mac is just running around in his underwear with a backpack and boots on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and the underwear started off tight, and it, like in a couple, of se- it's like sometimes they're just getting looser and looser. Like this guy's been running around in his underwear for hours, <laughs> and his pants like these things are getting ready to fall off. He's in droopy butt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> These uh, tidies aren't so tight anymore. So anyway,
2: now we get a, a shot of Swampy standing in the dark, and, and goddamn for for a creature that lives in the Everglades with no toiletries or pleasantries, he has some amazingly pearly whites. His teeth are so white; I mean, they're nearly blinding. How white his chompers are! <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, Black those fuckers up, man. <laughs> So, it turns out Swampy has been standing in the open this whole time watching the group. Theo, they all see him. Theo's like, Lily, you got to slowly back up, get in the camp, but slowly. So, she slowly backs away. Swampy charges, like, fucking not here. Knocks Theo aside with ease. Carl decides that he's suddenly going to become Ghost Rider. <laughs> pulls out a length of chain from wait, his wait. ass. I don't know where this giant, like, eight-foot <laughs> length of chain comes from. He's got this, like, thick-ass, like, <laughs> zoo chain. Yeah, like, like fucking like, Ghost Rider, man. Yeah. Just or, or the old 80s wrestler, Hercules. Yeah. Wait, wait, I don't understand. He throws it. He, it doesn't have a hook on it. No,
1: he just throws it. He just throws
2: this length of chain at him. And it wraps around uh, 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 Swamp Ape's arm. Uh, and Swamp just like, yeah, whatever. And yanks it with such a brute force, and it rips Carl's oh. arm off completely. From like the elbow down. <laughs> rips his arm oh. off. Yeah. <laughs> So Steen returns, Theo takes a BB gun from him and fires it at Swampy. And holy fuck, this sound guy really shits the bed with this one. Because they didn't even add the gunshot gunshot sound effect. You literally hear the puffing clicks of the BB air gun when it's fired. (laughs) 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 That's what you hear. So the bullet hits Swampy in the shoulder and he kind of retreats for now. So the arm ripoff part... He's holding the length of
1: chain in his hand. Yeah. He pulls it so hard. He must have the strongest grip on the face of the earth because if he's holding it with such tight grip <laughs> that the grip doesn't break yeah. and it takes his whole arm off, it's pretty damn impressive. <laughs> like, he's doesn't have his hand wrapped around it. He's not glued to it. No. He's just holding onto it so
2: tight. <laughs> rips his arm off. God. So, Steve and Theo get into an argument over what happened and whose fault this is while Lily tries to cry and act upset and does a really bad job of it.
0: <laughs> Stop on <all> this fighting.
2: <laughs> Theo tells them that they're going to have to walk, walk across the lake at low tide to get back to safety and that they have to leave Carl behind for now since he's in no shape to walk. So, they carry Carl to one of the cabins, set him up on, in a bed, <sighs> And Lily tries to feed him flaming hot Cheetos, <laughs> which she says will give him strength, because we all know that when you're on death's doorstep after having your arm ripped off, flaming hot Cheetos will help stop the bleeding as a cure all. Dude, all you need is a bottle of Evan Williams. <laughs> and flaming hot Cheetos.
1: And flaming hot Cheetos. And this is such a weird <laughs> scene. This seems so weird because she does sit down, sits down next to him. He's bleeding out his arm. He's sweaty. He's like, oh, please come back to me. She's like, I need these cheetos. She even says, these Cheetos will help you with the. They'll give you you strength and help you be brave. He goes, I'll be brave if you come back. She's like, eat the Cheetos.
2: And she starts mouthing, feeding him. Flaming on Cheetos. I mean, fuck! They don't even give him any water. No! They so like give him a bottle of whiskey. He's missing an arm, bleeding out and Now he's got a burning mouth and tongue on top of it. <laughs> this poor sap. And I love the fact that Carl's trying to hide his arm from view after it's been supposedly ripped off, but yet we keep seeing it in it's several like, shots. We his... see his arm. Like, he's uh, just like heads behind his back. <laughs> So awesome. <laughs> so, they all leave, but Swampy shows up, grabs Lily, throws her over his shoulder, carries her off, after swatting away Troy and Mac, who's, yeah, um, so the guys go running after Swampy as they cut to the cage, uh, cage trap we saw earlier, and now Anna, who is we clearly saw drown in quicksand, <laughs> he was
1: alive and well in the- <laughs> Clearly saw her be submerged completely, is now-
2: Pretty clean Pretty clean for being She's a little, bloody, dirty, she's a little dirty A little dirty but, but her hair and face Are real clean For being
1: submerged in quicksand still looking pretty Fucking foxy to me
2: Exactly And so uh, And also For some reason Yeah Swabby comes up And, and tosses Lily Into the cage with her and, and for some reason Lily has now missing Her shirt and pants And she's wearing A well, sports bra panties. Yeah So I have no clue What happened Because she was Fully clothed when she gets carried off And now she's in A bra panties. <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. But it's getting hot now. <laughs> we have got two girls in their panties caged up with an ape, with a wild ape.
2: So Swampy offers them a dead fish on a leaf as, like, a food. <laughs> yeah, he's even got a plate. He's, he's got, got a plate. He's, he's got, got a leaf plate. He's got a presentation. It's like a giant banana leaf or something yeah. like that. he's He's, got... he's, he's presenting it well. He's gonna, yeah, he's
1: like, he's, like, 90% of the meals, presentation, 10% taste. Yeah. So...
2: So uh, he kind of forces Anna to take a bite of it. The guys hear the girls screaming and crying, so they're like, "Oh, they're they're this way. Let's go."
1: And this is where things get now, sexy.
2: Yeah, it, sexy time. Because <laughs> yeah. Swampy starts to feel up Anna, like he is feeling her up, just, and then he just like straight up fingers her. Yeah, like, so he's fingers he her, rubs his hand down
1: her breast down her stomach and turns his hand palm up oh, and straight up finger,
2: like And you see her eye you see her eyes like oh and you tell she's being fingered by by fucking bigfoot babe. and he pulls his hand back up his fingers are covered in blood which he licks the blood and smells his fingers proper perv
1: getting, getting hot getting pretty steamy
2: <laughs> and now comes the craziest most what the shit moment, <laughs> but yet maybe the greatest thing I've ever seen in a movie. We get a clear close up of Swampy getting a giant swamp ape erection. I shit you not, guys. You see his giant red rocket going full lift off. And it's straight red rocket. rocket. And it's easy at least a foot long and has an upward curve. <laughs> it's straight up like a dog boner. Just <laughs> <laughs> it comes out just... this comes out with like this sheath like this furry <laughs> this furry sheath and the music player is like glorifying
1: it. it's like but is it yeah it's like this so weird so synth- weird synthesizer music the music's awesome <laughs> the music's great and the music cues
2: and he throws her over his shoulder and heads out into the woods. he drags her out of the cage and out into the dark forest And Lily, as soon as they are off screen, in run the guys, who apparently didn't see the giant Bigfoot carry, like, clearly would have seen him. As soon as they're off screen, they're there. Less than a second. We only got ten minutes left. And Lily (laughs) decides to stay in the cage, which is now open instead of trying to make a run for it until the guys show up. Like, oh, here you are. Let's go. (laughs) So we cut back to Swampy, who has now mounted Anna on the ground. And he's basically straight up trying to fuck her. Yeah, he's
1: basically trying to rape her. Yeah, he's trying to rape, <laughs> yeah. rape her here.
2: She's fighting back and manages to scratch across the, scratch across the eyes. and The old wrestling rake of the eyes yes. maneuver. Uh, this pisses Swampy off. And he starts double hammer fisting Anna in the face. Like twice. And he follows up with just the more ground up. Just punches the shit out of her a few Kong more times. style. Yeah, that's like old school ape style. Like, yeah, uh, and, and Killing her, leaving her a bloody mess. So... Next, he finds Steen alone. So again, like I said, these cuts are super fast. There's no sense finding out he gets from one spot to another. He's just all of a sudden there. Yeah, like we don't even we haven't seen Steen in a while, and like where was he? Like it, it makes no sense. But uh, Steen grabs the BB gun. That Steen's holding by the barrel. Oh, yeah, Swamp, and Swamp, Swamp, Swampy grabs it and just
1: holding on to it. Straight cartoon style here. Dude, it's like he's <laughs> the man of steel, yeah. just bending iron bars. Bends the barrel. While Steen stands there going, "Oh!" Aw. Like, doesn't scream, doesn't run, doesn't let go of the gun and no. try to make a break for it. He stands there and watches it get bent. And what does Steen decide to do? Well, he's going <laughs> to fucking fight him too. <laughs> Why not the Middle aged chubby professor? Everyone who was too old to even hike is now going to go fisticuffs <laughs> with Bigfoot with a monster that just bent a gun barrel in front of his fucking fat face,
2: <laughs> and he's it
1: was just a children's BB gun, so it's probably planned. <laughs> but, but,
2: but he's still—he's still, oh, like,
1: oh, no. nope, we're throwing down. No one's scared of this guy.
2: Nobody's scared of Bigfoot which I mean, we had this problem before with the other movies where it was like it kind of really it was Killjoy like it takes you can't have a, a, a horror movie or the the, the, the uh, antagonist or your villain in a horror movie be effective if no one in like, really the characters scared of are scared of them dude
1: you take my donuts I'm fighting you know I mean Max protecting a girl sure you bent my gun I have time to escape no I'm standing here and fighting even though I can't hike
2: I can't. I'm too old to even walk, apparently, but I can, I'm i going to start boxing Bigfoot. <laughs> so, <laughs> Swampy just punches Steen so hard through the stomach that Swampy is able to rip out a giant chunk of Steen's spinal cord. So,
1: it's like a combo of Kano from
2: Mortal Kombat and, Mortal, and Sub-Zero. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a so, straight up Mortal yeah. Kombat finisher. Yeah, yeah. And the, keep in mind... I know it's a cheap movie and they had to work with what they got, but goddamn the chunk of the sky spinal cord that comes out (laughs) looks like a spinal cord from like an elephant. Right? (laughs) It's It's huge. huge. (laughs) It's pretty funny. So Mac finds the dead and bloody Anna. The then he spots Swampy. He pulls out his axe body spray and a lighter and makes like a little flamethrower which he uses to lure back Swampy into the cage, which, again, how are we back at the cage now? Because he was just somewhere else killing Steve, but now he's back at the cage.
1: Sure. Dude, I love this. Like, Max seems like, hey! He has trouble getting that X body spray lit, but he finally does. And, you know, Swamp, Ape can, you know, he's scared of the fire. Okay, great. That's, that's... I'll he buy can, that. He can run to the left. He can run to the right. He can run past him. He can do anything, but he just backs straight up it, into, into
2: the, the cage. Perfect into the cage. Uh, Mac yells at Troy to close the gate slash door, whatever. Troy just does. Just lock me
1: in with it. What? <laughs> exactly. Why do you have to Why do that? that? There's no need for this. You clearly don't have to do that. You have him in the cage. You can reach up yourself. <laughs> yeah. Lower or the ha- that- lower the cage door. Instead, do he goes. <laughs> he it's like. Excuse me, pardon me. I need to get in this cage with you. Excuse me. Okay.
2: Close it. Close, close it. it. <laughs> so he's like, "All right, whatever, you moron." He closes <laughs> the gate on him. <laughs> he- so, and then, basically, it just ends like there's nothing with like burning Swamby with a torch. No, nope. Swamby's like, "Fuck it," just beached the shit out of Mac, breaks his leg, then lifts him up, j- thrusting his head up through the bars of the cage killing him and then leaves him dangling there. Right. So
1: you had this great moment with this axe body spray flamethrower. I mean, it was a good, it was like, ooh, okay, what's going to happen? Nothing. 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 You don't even see him like knocking out of his hands no, or anything like that. No, you just like, all right. You got him pinned against the wall with your flame You don't see it go out. Mm-mm. You don't see anything like that. So what happened? It's just,
2: blah. So the final three now, they reach the lake but they can't cross it because Steele says there are turds in the punch bowl, meaning that there's gators afoot. <laughs> uh, but th- it doesn't matter because they easily find a canoe. Like it doesn't yeah. fucking make, like, Oh look, there's a canoe like right there. So it doesn't matter. So not only do they find this canoe,
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they find the canoe, and then they, what? Is this what? We can't leave Carl behind. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> What? Carl. Oh, no. Carl.
2: This is. That was the whole point. What? I know. Oh, so the was, whole point of him leaving was to leave Because Carl. he was too weak to go with you. So, what does Steen say? We're not waiting no, for it's you. Troy. Oh, no. Theo's like, we can't. We got to go. Yeah. <laughs> and and Troy's like, nope. I got to go back to yeah. Carl. Yeah. And Steen goes, okay,
1: five minutes. <laughs> you said it was going to take an hour. Yeah. You said it was going to take an hour. And now it's a five minute jog.
2: (laughs) God damn it. Well, I think he said it was going to take an hour to walk across the lake or back to safety, but still, I was like, I get you. Again, this is just a bad writing that could have easily fixed a lot of these problems. Just just self edit, man. You know, reread. The whole reason why you were leaving him
1: behind to come back for him later. And then all of a sudden, you're like, nope, we're going back. I know. I know.
2: So. We cut back to Swampy entering the cabin where Carl is laying on the bed. Carl grabs the machete out of nowhere now, swings at Swampy, and actually manages to stick it into Swampy's ribs. Get him. Get get some pretty good. Get some good. But Swampy just roars, grabs Carl, who screams as we fade to black. We go back to Troy, who shows up outside the cabin. Swampy exits, basically dragging Carl's dead body behind him. Troy is like, oh shit. (laughs) He's like, fuck it. All right. Runs back to the others. They get in the boat, and they paddle off. Now, Swampy comes racing after them, charges into the water. Now, what I think was supposed to happen is that the actor in the creature suit was supposed to run into the water and then like dive under, like like smooth motion. But what really I think happened is that the actor ran into water, and then before he could dive, he just trips and he face plants into the water. <laughs> he just like smack. <laughs> There's no, there was no graceful dive, or that he was just running and
1: falling. Over. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought he looked like he kind of dived, but. <laughs> Uh, You know, could have been that way.
2: So, apparently, not only swamp, are Swamp Apes super strong, nearly impervious to damage, but apparently they can also swim like a fucking mermaid or Michael Phelps or something because the very next shot, we see Swamp popping out of the water, again, like fucking Jason, yeah. and just pull Seal off the boat into the water.
1: Now, again, this is another problem I have. He grabs the oar yeah. and pulls him in by the oar. Yeah, let go of the oar. Yeah, again... <laughs> These guys almost have grips of steel. <laughs> He's holding the oar so tight, he pulls him in front of it. Just let go of the oar. That's yeah. annoying. <laughs> this has happened twice now. Yep. I really wouldn't have had a problem with it with just once,
2: but this is twice this has happened. Twice. Uh, so Swampy drowns steel with ease. I mean, it just real easy just drowns him. As Troy tries to paddle Lily and himself to shore... But once again, Swampy just, like, fucking the flash in the water. Like mermaid on over. <laughs> he's like, doing the dolphin stroke <laughs> yeah. or something, or butterfly. And he just catches up to him and tips the boat over, and they have to swim forward as we see another rubber gator enter the water. With red eyes. With red eyes. Uh, Lily gets dragged away by her leg by the, a man in a rubber gator suit because you can clearly see the dude's arm dragging Lily's leg away. <laughs> you can see the arm, like, right right her legs. Like, come on, we're going. But the very next shot we see of Lily, she's now being held in Swamp Ape's arms. But Swamp Ape doesn't get very farther because the getter pops up and bites Swampy in the dick. In the dick! <laughs> uh, <And> I'm <laughs> watching this I'm just like, huh? <laughs>
1: huh? Well, I don't understand what's going on. Okay, there's an alligator. His dick, and they show a picture of his dick. <laughs> they're like, what's going Oh, shit! And alligator goes right for Swamp Ape's dick. dick.
2: And I think he even bites the dick off uh, but Swampy's able to pick up the gator, slam it down, choke, slams it back
1: <laughs> into the water. Yeah, it's kind of fun watching a man in, a, in an ape suit
2: battle fight of dude a, rubber, a rubber gator,
1: <laughs> rubber gator.
2: <sighs> <sighs> so Troy and Lily make it back to shore and pack the van back to the van, which for some reason is now parked in a field instead of the parking lot of the airboat docking gift shop where they left it right it's magically just transported and uh, it's
1: also daytime i mean yeah it, it's it's gone daytime dusk pitch black all this time since like the 15 minute mark the light
2: just keeps You're totally on changing. right you right it is totally daytime now so Tori gets the van started they drive off and right where they think they're safe wham Swappy charges the fucking side of the van and hits it with such force that it causes the van's windows to shatter and crash into a tree. You mentioned
1: Juggernaut before. This is a straight up Juggernaut move. Obviously, he, like T Rex, like drastic Park, or something like that. He's knocking into the. He d- smashes into it with such force <laughs> that it smashes the like smashes the, d- the windows up, knocks it off course,
2: rendering the van useless. Yeah. So so, Troy gets out of the van, and first of all, the blood on Troy's face looks more like giant, like, lipstick kisses. It's just all over. <laughs> but it's just, like, kiss marks. It's not, like, streaks or anything. It's, like, <laughs> anyway. So, Troy gets out of the van, and immediately gets grabbed by Swampy. Lily's like, fuck it. She, she makes a break for it, leaves Troy behind. Swampy goes for the kill by doing the old, uh, head crush between head the crush, hand yeah. tricks. And, uh... Now, again, we're talking about inconsistency in light. Let's talk about the inconsistency in location here. Because now this scene, on. we're on the shoreline again. You clearly see the sand and the water behind like, right next to Troy. Even though we just saw them... In an open field, driving down like a dirt rock road or something, smashed into a tree, but now they're on the beach again. (laughs) Driving
1: down a road where you can clearly hear a highway, where you can hear all these cars driving by.
2: (laughs) This is clearly a highway right behind the cameraman. Troy's (laughs) The, Troy's <laughs> head is about to be crushed when we hear gunshots ring out. Well, <laughs> well, more like it's the loud puffs are heard. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> loud puffs as Swampy falls over dead, and staying behind him is the chief with a pistol. Jay concerned J- Kisernhar- whatever his J- name J- is. Jay yeah. <laughs> J- <laughs> Uh, so Chief gives Troy and Lily the business. He, he does. Blames, he blames him for everything that happened, and he blames a white man for the destructive <laughs> waves. So I'm calling this guy Chief High Horse now. Yeah, no. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> so Chief High Horse, as the two of them load Swampy's body yeah, into the well, boat. He does, he's just like,
1: this poor creature. You white people have done so much to destroy his habitat. Shame <laughs> on you. It's like oh, man, you're getting a whole bunch of white guilt after just surviving. <laughs> yeah. After seeing all your friends killed, dude, these two fucking snowflakes are just like, you're right. Yeah. We are horrible, aren't we? You know? I'm like, god damn it. I'm like, fuck you, man. This son of a bitch just our friends. I'm not helping you do shit with smash his head of the rock. Yeah, exactly. Smash his head <laughs> the chief. And he helps him. He's like, is he dead? No, he's There's just unconscious. He got hit with. He got hit with, like, sleeping
2: darts. I guess, <laughs> but... It- it's a straight-up pistol, though. He's, he, oh, it's not like a dart <laughs> Or it's he, not even a taser, either. It's a straight-up pistol. He helps him load him back in the can, into, into it, the canoe. his canoe. Uh, and yeah, and Chief Fire says, like, you're in no danger now because the blood moon is over, and this was Swamp Ape's time to find a mate and be free. <laughs> he was just looking for some ass. He was just looking for some love. <laughs> and you cock-blocked him. <laughs> <laughs> Once they load the body into the boat... The chief orders them not to tell anyone what happened here. But so, I think that's going to be a problem. I'm pretty sure people will be asking questions about the dead and missing college kids. You know, maybe uh, their friends, family, <laughs> the, sw- the
1: school looking for the missing professor and their students. The swamp ape semen all over the girl. <laughs> <laughs> maybe
2: the police would like right, to know what's right. happening. So I'm pretty sure there's no way they're not going to be able to Don't talk about tell this. anyone. So Troy and Lily, they hug and they kiss as chief paddles his canoe across the lake. And we see Swampy then stand up in the boat. And for no reason, he just there's, falls there's into the water. like, serene music playing. This
1: like, weird serene music. The sun's coming out. He stands up, kind of stretches. He doesn't and even it, stretch, I think he's supposed to, like, dive into the water. But he just falls. It just falls. Knocking the canoe over. And taking a chief into the water taking with Taking a high horse into the water, too. Like, in the worst, clumsiest <laughs> shot. I know.
2: It's so bad. It's so funny. It's like so, so awesome. <laughs> and it's just roll credits. Roll credits. That's the end. Oh. I love that final shot so it's much. So crazy. <laughs>
1: and this is real. I was like, is that really happening? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, Excuse God. me. God. <laughs> oh. All right. All right. That was swampy. <laughs> that
1: was swampy. There you go.
2: Let's go on
1: to favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. <laughs> All,
2: right. Oh. All right. All, All right. right. Take, take a breath. I'm trying. Oh. Oh. All right. All right. Favorite kills. What do you got? Oh my this God. Week? I mean, the kills,
1: uh, the kills weren't too bad, honestly. I mean, they're so ridiculous. I mean, but I think my favorite kill was the first kill because we finally got the ball rolling. I would say Wendy was my favorite kill because that bitch wanted her Edelman donuts so bad she was fighting a legendary creature with her bare hands. <laughs> And then she paid for it dearly, <laughs> dearly, with a right cross from hell that knocked her head off. Yeah. So, and the yeah. effect wasn't too bad. It was, uh... it was bad, but in a good way. In yeah. a good good, good, good way. Good, good way. Yeah. So that was my favorite kill.
2: Uh, I actually agree with you 100. My my favorite kill was Wendy as well. Just uh, for exact same reasons yeah. you said. So I don't I don't need to touch and touch base on that anymore. So that was nice and quick. All right, that brings us to odds and ends.
1: Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh. What is wrong with these guys?
2: All right, starting off with ratings. IMDB gives it a 5.2 out of 10, which I'm very surprised about. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, no results found. So no audience score, no thermometer score, nothing. And Amazon gives it a a 2.5 out of 5. Plot keywords, surprisingly, nothing. Nothing there. Well, it is pretty new. It is still pretty new, but still nothing there. Uh, The Panty Lovers, you're going to have a heyday with this one. Plenty of panties. Plenty of panties. So I'm I'm pretty sure that will be a plot keyword before this is all said and done. Uh, This is going real fast. Trivia, nothing. Couldn't find anything for trivia. Yeah. Again, really new, really super low budget. Uh, But surprisingly, I did find the budget. So we get to play the budget game. They spent how much? The budget game. All right. Budget game is a coming. All right, Aaron, what do you think is the budget (sighs) for swapping? Oh, my (laughs) God.
1: The effects are laughable. <laughs> Off the charts laughable. I mean, kids toys used often, and even for different scale shots. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking super low budget. Um, I mean, this could have been shot on... I mean, the, sh- the, the quality of the film wasn't that bad. No, it, it wasn't. I, we've seen worse, yeah. So it wasn't shot on something like a bad piece of equipment. The sound wasn't good. It, <laughs> Continuity editing, all that shit was just gone. But part of me is starting to think this part of the movie. I can't tell. The costume's so bad.
2: <laughs> I know. But are they trying?
1: I mean, I know. I can't.
2: I thought like things same like, are they trying? Is this intentional or not? I don't quite know. I it's, don't think they're smart enough to pull this off intentionally. I think it's just. But it could bad. be. I mean,
1: <laughs> we don't know. That's what kind of makes it. I don't know. <sighs> all right. Budget wise, obviously. Well, even if they were going for that. It still was a very low budget movie. Um, and again, when we get this is the problem. we get these low, low budgets. It's really tough. Uh, so I'm gonna say twelve thousand dollars.
2: Not as bad as I thought you were going to be on this. You, you still didn't get it, all right, but I thought you would go I actually thought you'd go lower. Uh now, the budget I found for this, again, take it for what it's worse, but what I found, twenty thousand dollars. Wow. I was thinking
1: fifteen. but I was like, eh, I was. It was in between ten and fifteen. And I was like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go twelve. So.
2: Twenty thousand is what I what I found for this.
1: Wow. Well, that's still very low budget. Still low, yeah. but
2: like I still higher than I thought it would be. I was stunned when I saw like, what? Are you kidding me? Well, it's- I guess it's, the most of that money went but, to like the airboat rental. It's still the van a tiny. Rental.
1: It's still a tiny budget. Yeah. You know, it's still a tiny, tiny budget.
2: I know. I guess I. I guess I've been spoiled now by fucking yeah, pork Chop. That's the thing. $3,000. So right. like, I can't, Like, I have to now like, that's my bar for everything. Like they did pork Chop on 3000. This movie, I, is it worse or better? Like, I don't know pork, but for $20,000, you would think they get more out of their money. Right. So it's pork chops kind of poisoned me on this budget. Safe now. It's, yeah.
1: It's tough. Yeah. Pork chop for, for what it was for the amount of money that they
2: spent. It's pretty damn incredible. Yeah, it really was. Uh, all right, so that brings us to five-star reviews.
1: These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews.
2: All right, there were actually quite a bit of uh, five-star reviews. There were two pages of five-star reviews and four pages of one-star reviews.
1: Wait, wait, say it again?
2: Two pages of five and four, four pages of one. Of one. There were, It was like... 28% five stars with like 40 something percent one stars and a bunch of crap in the middle yeah so because there was like no trivia no keywords we, I, I wrote down some longer reviews because you know i we, i figured i had the time to make up so here you go five star reviews from Sierra Levy literally thought this it was a college film class project until we read the imdb said it has a approximate budget of $20,000 then it just got a whole lot better yes just watch it five stars <laughs> Now, from Beth Watermoon, she, she she writes a bit here. Yes, I gave this five stars because do the logic. What do you really want when you watch a movie like this? Don't you want exactly what these kinds of movies are famous for? Ridiculous plots, cheap sets, totally stupid situations. Here's the big one. Teenage girls in the wilderness who say, oh, no, my cell phone isn't getting any reception. You can actually Google search for movies like this by putting that very sentence into a Google search. Don't you want to laugh through the whole movie at how bad it is, how badly it's done, and how the monster makes no sense at all? And the two lovers always survive kissing and laughing within minutes of watching their best friends have lots of body parts removed by the invincible monster, but yes, but yet this is one of the monster's teeth of ultra pearly white veneers on them. <laughs> <laughs> ah, they're beautiful. How bad can a movie be. I have to admit I'm very addicted to this kind of movie, but sure the genre name sci-fi so bad as comedy, but if you understand the genre, these movies are irreplaceable. I've tried watching real movies after months of these stupid movies, and real movies bore me now. Everything is perfect. The actors know how to act. Because, <laughs> that you know, nobody wants actors to actually know sure. what they're doing. And if the actors know how to act, I'm so over real movies. So if you're like me and love to drink some nice Malibu rum and eat popcorn with your friends and watch sci-fi, ridiculous comedy films like Sharknado this is one of the greatest you'll find because it's so damn bad. You won't regret your hours you spend laughing at the terrible acting, unbelievably stupid plot developments, but watch for two guys who are really good actors. They really do usually find one or two really good actors in these films, and if you find this movie is as stupid as it's meant to be, give it five stars so few people get this genre. Five stars. (laughs) Now, I, I don't know I, if I'd call this, this... I, 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 kind I don't of
1: agree with a lot of what she has to say. I agree with it, too, mm-hmm.
2: but I, I, I don't consider it sci-fi. Like, oh, no, absolutely not. There's like balls. It's like a sci-fi original movie well, on the network, but it's not a sci-fi movie. Sure, this is
1: definitely a creature feature. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely.
2: Now, okay, so this is the longest one or two uh, of the five-star reviews. So, from Matthew Snope. Now, this film is a treat. It's incredibly low budget and plagued by uneven sound throughout, background noise, It has the production value of a film made by high school students for a class. And its mentality is about that is of that level as well. But it's well worth the rent over some of the dialogue and things that happen in this film. If you want to see a Jersey Shore esque DB douchebag in his whitey mighty whitey underpants, also wearing shoes and a black backpack, you use axe body spray as a mini flamethrower to fight a guy in an ape suit, you found your movie. <laughs> Speaking of Jersey Shore, Snooki is in this film and actually does a pretty good job. I think he's referring to the Hispanic yeah. girl. Um, for some reason, they cast a guy in the professor role who is seemingly pulled off the streets of Fairlawn, New Jersey. God, this guy's obsessed with New Jersey because he does not act like a professor at a Florida college at all. You also get some goldmine dialogue from one Vanessa only the blonde bimbo, and for, for whether it was not her not knowing how to use a motorboat correctly in a sentence or the scriptwriter, someone is to blame. For some reason, the filmmakers are obsessed with potato chips. They use it to bait a titular tind- <laughs> swampy and flaming hot Cheetos to feed it fed to a dying man. <laughs> There's also a black character who, in predictable fashion, is the first to succumb to the ape. I think that this person who wrote the script knew he had to have a person of color in the cast, but could only make her into the nerdy, overweight girl obsessed with food as the peak of her complexity as a character before killing her off. The swamp ape is clearly a man in an ape suit. The soundtrack is pretty groovy, featuring the finest zombie the band ripoff music they could find or make. There are fart jokes, scantily clad bimbos, and a swamp ape versus alligator fight that really must be seen to be experienced. I'm reminded of this film by William Bauer's book we all read we all read as freaks or read as freaks about his time trying to teach English at a community college in Gainesville, Florida, to students who amazed him with their utter dumbness. The students apparently made this film, but don't get me wrong. It's so bad it's good. It's a cult classic. I put it up there against Troll 2 or Leprechaun 2. as one of the worst movies ever made. But if you want to see the downward spiral of dumbness in America, see this film. <laughs> this is filmmaking and humanity at its rawest and most honest. Five stars. Wow. That was a long review. So wait a minute. did was he
1: saying this was a film, a, a student-made film? No, he
2: was comparing it to, he was like, but what he's saying is he reminded him of this book that this okay. teacher wrote okay. about how dumb his students are. And he's saying that one of those students wrote this movie. He's not really, but okay. that's what he's saying. Right. Uh, now, I did write this one down. It's a three-star review. Uh, I find it a little weird. Uh, just I'm going ahead and, and read because i got nothing else to do. So from Cassandra Morrison. Okay, time to invoke the low-budget filter. Ignore what this movie doesn't have and celebrate what it does have. An enthusiastic cast who start out a little wooden but seem to get in the swing of things as the story progresses. Moral principles to be inculc- uh, inculcated. Don't lose your head over snack food. It's better to share with your friends. <laughs> and if you're a female that's and it's your time of the month, stay out of the swamp during Skunk Apes Pond 4. All, all together, this is an admirable early effort by all involved. I expect great things from the cast in the future. Three stars. Now the one star reviews are real real pretty short. Uh, they're kinda of funny. Uh, Lincoln Murdink writes, the only comment I come up with is with is, what the hell was that? <laughs> one star. <laughs> Dirt Fisher writes, um okay. <laughs> one star. Now Fred Grunner doesn't quite understand what one star review means because he just writes simply B minus one star. <laughs>
1: Wouldn't that be like a three or a two? I think
2: that'd be more like a four star. A, yeah, B, C, yeah. yeah. Well, that's
1: what I meant. I'm sorry. Like, taking off one or two stars. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
2: Now, Charles W. writes, I used to have ambitions of making the worst movie ever. After seeing Swampy, I realized the bar for that is too high. The concept of the film is not bad. The execution is god-awful. What was it shot with? A Canon T3 using an internal mic and a kit lens? All that can really be said to the filmmakers is, "Hey, Alicia made a movie. Please try harder next time." One star. <laughs> and the last one from Amazon customer: the movie had all the potential for tits, but the tits never came. <laughs> <laughs> Turn back now; you've been warmed. And there's titled "No Tit Zone." <laughs> that was the name of the review? One star. Pretty darn accurate. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like it because
1: yes, there was. Especially in that.
2: Oh my the god! The makeup, yeah.
1: That girl is so hot. Those titties were begging to be seen.
2: Oh. Uh, uh,
1: when I saw her, t- like, there was a scene where they were making out in their top. You get a lost
2: side boob. And big, I'm, like here, side I'm boob. like, here it is. Yep. Here it is. Nope. No. Oh. No. No. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Let's wrap this up. Swamp Ape, final closing remarks. Aaron.
1: <sighs> As we were discussing before, was this a piece of performance art that just. <laughs> Possibly just happens to be genius in its ridiculously badness. So that's exactly what I said about Alice and Merland. You guys chastised me for that one. Oh, that one you no, that one was just bad. <laughs> I, I, I But I just I don't know. <laughs> I mean there's such obviousness with the horrible editing, the sound in the background, the the bad effects. I mean oh <laughs> Regardless of whether or not that is the intention, I'm going to have to say so bad it's good. and just on it, But it's just the last 30. I mean, I'd say don't even watch the first half of the movie. Just start at 30 minutes in and watch it from there and get ready to enjoy just <laughs> madness. Just madness on every level from a story point of view, from a movie standard point of view, from a production point of view. It's just all fucking Goonie, it's a lot of fun. Uh,
2: I I actually wholeheartedly agree again. I I thought for sure I was gonna say so bad it's scary, but man, like I said, fast forward about 35 minutes in and then just enjoy the last 20 minutes of just crazy what the fuckery is going on. Uh, I gotta say, yeah, it's so bad it's good. I mean, it's only 58 minutes long. I can't. You really said it better. I, so bad's good, man. I, not, I can't top what you said. I'm not going to try. <laughs> just,
1: but everything you said. It's it's if they were going for that Andy Kaufman type of thing, bravo. Then these guys are the geniuses. Genius but I don't. Move. I really don't think that's. But what I don't happened. think <laughs> it's what it was. <laughs> I don't think it was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but either way, he still nailed it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So bad's good. I I thought for sure this was gonna be a fucking, you know, so bad, scary. But nope. Well, yeah, it's just too enjoyable to like, laugh just, at at the but end. The hits just <laughs> kept coming. They Once packed, they started, it kept. They coming. packed
1: everything, all the good into the back. Because we even said, man, it was 37 minutes in before your first kill, and yep. that's when you should start watching. Exactly, is start with you know they're in the they're they're doing the you know exploration in the woods with the research, Wendy yeah. doing the research. Thank you, and. That's where you should start it, and that's where it should be. The other thing before that, you don't even need You You don't don't need to know anything.
2: Yeah. Uh, And never again are you – I don't think you're ever, again, going to see close-up of Bigfoot's Red Rocket dong. In its full glory. Epic. It's, it is epic, man. It's like they might as well say like the music from two thousand one Space Assy playing behind <laughs> the that the red rocket like lift coming out of a sheath. <laughs> well, it's like it's this Ric
1: Flair's entrance music. Yeah. Just start with the woo. Woo!
2: All right, Aaron, tell them where they can find us. All right. Check up. us out on
1: Facebook, check us out on Instagram, check us out on um Twitter at so bad it's scary. Uh, of course you can check out our po- our website which is horriblehorrorpodcast.com. Um, you can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean and we also stream from our website one more time for you horriblehorrorpodcast.com. Check us out, leave some notes, leave some comments, leave some feedback. We like to interact, we like to get some recommendations. We always try to respond as quickly as possible. We're starting to get some more followers on Facebook. Thank you very much for people who are listening, who are checking us out, and we will continue to do this
2: free for you. Ah, it is free, because we love you. We love our moon goons. All right. that said, Aaron, you did a wonderful job. That was awesome. Oh, well, it was a lot. It so, was it's so good.
1: The, it was funny because the first part of the podcast, it was like, it's dragging, it's dragging, it's dragging, it's dragging. But then once it went, whap, yeah. there we go.
2: <laughs> 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 All right, guys, we'll be back next week for episode 99. Right? 99? 99, 99. 99. 99 problems. <laughs> but the <a> podcast <laughs> ain't one of them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, in the meantime, guys, watch more horror movies and always remember to keep it tight.